Well, alleluia. Christ is risen. Welcome to Zion Lutheran Church on this beautiful Easter Sunday morning as we gather together with joy and thanksgiving in our hearts to receive the gifts that the risen Lord has for us. Before we begin our worship this morning, are there any announcements or any prayer requests the congregation has to share? Right, if not, we have a special prelude from our choir this morning. So let us prepare our hearts and minds for worship as we listen to this prelude. And I invite you to stand. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you 
and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he who is faithful and just will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have done undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us. And for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. God, you gave your only Son to suffer death on the cross for our redemption, and by his glorious resurrection you delivered us from the power of death. Make us die every day to sin, that we may live with him forever in the joy of the resurrection, through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Acts. Peter began to say to the people, 
I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John announced, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who be believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We will intone Psalm 118. from Colossians. If you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. The word of the Lord.
Gospel according to St. Matthew. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised. As he said, Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, and this is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy, and ran to tell the disciples. And suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, o Christ. I invite you to be seated. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, today is the day. We have saved up our alleluias. We have saved up our boisterous singing. We have gone through the fasting of Lent and the somber notes of Lent. Today is the day. Today we have the great joy of celebra celebrating the resurrection of Christ. In our celebration, we remember, of course, that the resurrection happens in history. That is to say, Jesus Christ was tru truly raised in his body. Fully human, fully God, he was raised out of the tomb. And so we emphasize today, this is not just a symbolic story. It's not just a fable that aligns with the renewing life of the spring season. Nor even should we consider today to be the day that's enhanced by the Easter Bunny or other little cute characters. And we know that. We've heard that. We know that Easter's not about nice dresses and hats. It's not about chocolate or jelly beans or family get-togethers. It's not really about any of that. Easter is about the fact that 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ was dead on a cross. And three days later, he was raised out of his grave. Of course, the greatest evidence we have of that is the disciples themselves. These were men who, after the resurrection, gave their life to preaching Christ all around the world. And nearly all of them faced arrest, persecution, they faced beatings, they faced even execution for their preaching. If they had not seen Christ raised from the grave, can we really believe that all of these men would be willing to give their lives on behalf for something that they knew was a lie? In truth, they saw Christ. They saw him dead on Friday, and they saw him raised three days later. And so they gave their lives to preach this good news. They saw the risen Lord. They had embraced him. They hugged him. They ate with him. They worshiped at his feet. They talked with him. They knew that he who was once dead was alive. And these, even though the, these were people of ancient times, they were not dumb people. They knew what was dead stayed dead. They knew that. And so when they knew that when Christ was raised from the tomb, Christ was God. And that was the message they needed to tell the world. 
And they spread this message everywhere they went. They wrote it down. And so we can say with confidence that the resurrection of Christ happened in real time, in real history. But the fact that the resurrection really happened in real history is not just what we celebrate today. Because what we celebrate today is that Jesus Christ was raised for us. You see, that is the good news. Easter is for you. We celebrate the benefits of what Christ has done for you. The Son of God did not become a man, suffer, die on the cross, and be raised from the dead for himself. Christ, from all eternity, was already perfect. He did not need to improve himself in some way by doing this. Instead, Christ does this for you. And that is what we celebrate today, that Christ is raised for you. Our reading from Colossians, and it's just a few short verses that would be so easy to overlook on a day like this, but this reading provides a wonderful explanation of the benefits of Christ's resurrection for us. In this text, St. Paul starts like he often does. He tells us that we have died. Verse 3 says, For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ. And we hear this over and over in Paul's letters in the New Testament. You have died. And he means, of course, those of us who are here right now. We are breathing. We are above the dirt. But he says to us that we have died. In Romans 6, Paul says that when you were baptized, you were killed. He says, do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? At the cross of Christ, you died with him. And in particular, your old sinful nature died. And this was necessary. The old sinner in you was an enemy of God. Your old sinful nature hated God. It did not trust him. It wanted nothing to do with his word. It wanted nothing to do with his gift of salvation. So God put the old you to death. On the cross, the sinner in you was crucified with Christ. He became your sin and it died with him. And so in Colossians, Paul says that you were put to death for a reason, which is so that Christ can present you holy and blameless before God. Again, in Romans 6, Paul puts it like this, but if we have died with Christ, we believe also that we will live with him. In other words, the old sinner in you is put to death so that you are presented to God through Christ's perfection, through his goodness. Your new life the life God gave to you in your baptism is covered in all of Christ's works. Your being, your life, you, you are now hidden in Christ. When God sees you, he doesn't see the old sinner that was you. Instead, he sees the righteousness of his son. All that Christ has is now yours. On Easter, this means we have a particular promise. As Christ was raised by the Father, so you also are raised. In Colossians, Paul calls Christ the firstborn of the dead. Christ's resurrection has gone first, but now you also are raised with him. You are raised with him daily. Our baptisms into the death of Christ are not just a one-time reality. It's true that we are only baptized once, but the reality of our baptisms means that each and every day, the old sinner in us is killed, and a new creation is raised. 
Today, as we celebrate, we celebrate as a new creation. Today, you have been raised with Christ. That is to say, your sins are forgiven. You have been given the promise of eternal life, and this is yours. It's your possession, not because of anything you have done, but because God has hidden your life in the resurrected Christ. And the Easter promise, the promise that looks to this resurrection, also looks forward to the last day. You are given the promise that the grave is not your home. It is not where you will spend eternity. No, because you have been joined to the resurrection of Christ, and because your life is hidden in his, you too will be raised in a body like his. You will be raised from the grave, and your mortal body will be no more. The old sinful flesh that clings to you will be gone forever. The illness, the suffering, the decay that comes with living in this fallen world will no longer be part of who you are. God, through his son Jesus Christ, is going to raise you out of the grave and he's going to give you eternal life. Because Christ is raised, you have this sure and certain promise that you too will be raised. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. And so this morning, you have this promise. You are going to share in the glory of Christ forever. The resurrected Lord is your Lord. He gives you his life, he raises you, and indeed you are raised. You are a new creation this morning. That's the gospel we celebrate today. That's why we have saved up our alleluias. That's why we've saved up all the big best hymns for this morning. You are a new creation because Christ is risen for you. Alleluia. Amen.
together, let us stand and confess our faith using the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally God and the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten Pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. O Lord, our strength and song, you have become our salvation. Receive our thanks for your gracious deliverance in Christ, crucified and risen. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, in baptism, you have joined us to Christ's death and resurrection and made us to be citizens of your kingdom. Move our hearts to repentance, that we would set our minds on things above and be directed by your holy will. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Almighty God, when doubt and fear weigh us down, console us with the certainty that Christ is risen from the dead and that he rules over all things for our good and greets us with life and his grace. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in power. Grant that all in authority, especially Joseph, our president, Richard Michael, our governor, our Congress, and our judges, would govern according to your will, maintaining order and curbing evil, that we may live in quiet and peace. Lord, in your mercy. Righteous Lord, you have seated Christ at your right hand for our deliverance. Remember those with illness and injury in any kind of trial including Charlie and Jane, Linda, Jenny, Allison, Steve, Marilyn, Tony, and Carolyn. Give them health and strength according to your will and sustain them in faith, knowing that for Jesus' sake you will raise them in glory on the last day. Lord, in your mercy. O God, our strength and salvation, You delivered your people from bondage in Egypt by means of the Passover lamb. As we celebrate Christ, our Passover, who has been sacrificed and raised from the dead, bless all who partake of his holy sacrament. Cleanse them from boasting, malice, and evil, and give them repentant hearts to receive him in truth. Lord, in your mercy. Eternal God, thanks be to you for victory over death through our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember all who mourn this day, 
Comfort them with the promise that you love them with an everlasting love and that you will raise them and all your people from the dead. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Now the peace of the Lord be with you always. Holy God, gracious and merciful, you bring forth food from the earth and nourish your whole creation. Turn our hearts toward those who hunger in any way, that all may know your care. And prepare us now to feast on the bread of life, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful Father, for the glorious resurrection of our Savior Jesus Christ, the true Paschal Lamb, who gave himself to take away our sin, who in dying has destroyed death and in rising has brought us to eternal life. And so with Mary Magdalene and Peter and all the witnesses of the resurrection, with earth and sea and all their creatures, and with angels and archangels, cherubim and seraphim, we praise your name and join their unending hymn.
You are indeed holy, almighty, and merciful God. You are most holy, and great is the majesty of your glory. You so loved the world that you gave your only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have eternal life. We give you thanks for his coming into the world to fulfill for us your holy will and to accomplish all things for our salvation. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. For as often as we eat of this bread and drink from this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Remembering, therefore, his solitary command, his life-giving passion and death, his glorious resurrection and ascension, and the promise of his coming again, we give thanks to you, O Lord God Almighty, not as we ought, but as we are able. We ask you mercifully to accept our praise and thanksgiving, and with your word and Holy Spirit to bless us, your servants, and these your own gifts of bread and wine, so that we and all who share in the body and blood of Christ may be filled with heavenly blessing and grace, and receiving the forgiveness of sin, may be formed to live as your holy people, and be given our inheritance with all your saints. To you, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be honor and glory in your holy church, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Thanks be to God.
congregation, I invite you to stand. Now let us pray. We give you thanks, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through the healing power of this gift of life. In your mercy, strengthen us through this gift and faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. For the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Amen.